seminar, a small group of students as in a university, engaged in advanced study and original research under a member of the faculty, and meeting regularly to exchange information and hold discussion. Please take your seats as class is about to begin. Episode 36, Outside the Box. Welcome, class. I have the privilege of informing you that this will be your final exam. Oh, what? Normally, we have more notice. Exactly. A flaw found in the system was patched. Informing you of the pending exam led to many student issues. Removing the waiting period seems to make the shock of failure easier to take. So, it's the end then? Not the end. Merely the end of this semester. The student nine, no response from you. Why should I? Well, by your personality, you should be up at arms that you were not informed sooner, so you could attempt to study and prepare. It really doesn't matter, though. I thought you said this was all about student three. Student nine, it seems you have read more into the last session than was said, which seems to be a human flaw at times. You said this whole class was put together for student three's benefit. For his benefit, yes. But your personality was expected to flare at even the mention of being compared to student 29. Do you notice the correlation between your numbers? Well, we uh, both have the number nine. Correct. Personalities are grouped in sets of ten. It allows for distinction of specific groups. The scientific principles used in this classroom are taken from millennia of research. So then we're just subjects, human guinea pigs? No, you are much more than that. But you, like many others... Why does everyone look at me? ...underestimate yourselves and those around you, looking to ignore the facts before you for a more simple path. Think about all of this as we look at our first story, The Scientific Method. Hi, Dr. Loughton. What can I do for you? You sounded really excited on the phone. What has you so worked up? Are we talking giant asteroid on a collision course with Earth? Should I call Bruce Willis? Ha! You wouldn't joke about it if you knew what i do. This is the most important development for mankind since we came down from the trees and invented the wheel. Has it something to do with the array? What have you seen? What can I get you, sir? Just a coffee, please. I'll have another as well, please. Two coffees coming right up. Okay, so why are we here in the ass end of New Mexico? In a diner. I needed to tell you something important. Something that a science correspondent would dismiss out of hand. You have a reputation of being able to work around the security services. Not that you will get anywhere, so my conscience will be clear once I've tried to get the story out. I really need to clear my conscience. Just tell me the story, and we'll see. It's a bit complicated, so get your recorder out, and we'll get started. Okay, it's uh, in here somewhere. There we go. In your own time, Dr. Lop. My name is Mary Lowton. And I'm the Senior Project Director at the Exceptionally Large Array. I have recently been supervising a series of observations into gravitational lensing objects. And just what is a gravitational lensing object? 
it's an object of sufficient mass to bend light toward it. And how massive is that? Technically, all objects have this effect because space-time... Look, that really doesn't matter. Here you go. Two coffees. If you need anything else, just call out. My name's Liv. Thank you. Please, continue, Doctor. Call me Mary. Uh, where were we? I'm sorry. I haven't slept much since, well, the incident. Just take your time. You were telling me that these objects are huge. That isn't important right now. Thirty years investigating the effects of general relativity and it's all worthless. What did you discover? Nothing. What I'm about to tell you is far more important than my career being up the spout. In one night, I learned the bitterest lesson ever. Okay, Doctor, we're good to go. The array components are targeted, and we can begin to collect data. Start at Landon, then we can all go for a break. I don't know about you youngsters, but I can't pull these all-nighters without a regular coffee supply. Wow, conditions are optimal, and I think that tonight we might get some good results. Hmm, that's odd. We're getting a seriously huge reading at 195 angstroms. Like, solar flare serious. That can't be right, it's 2am. Unless there's been a huge coronal mass ejection. Doctor! Doctor! You have got to come outside and see this. Calm down, Randall. Is it the military again? I haven't got time to waste talking to you, woman. Come and see them before they go. Now, damn you! Go, Doctor. There's nothing we can do until I filter out all this extraneous data. I always knew if I hung out here that they would come. Oh, they would be interested in this. It would be like archaeology to them. Shoot, ever since I saw them when I was a boy, I knew I'd find a way to see them again. Randall, please. Where the hell is all this light coming from? You know, for a scientist, you can be real dumb sometimes. I brought my torch to signal to them. We have to make contact if we can. I got Tom Morse code in the army, so uh, I can try using that. Oh my god, what the hell is that? Well, it sure as shit ain't swamp gas or a weather balloon. I'm gonna try and signal the first five prime numbers to him, see what that does. It can't be aliens. It just can't be. They can't get here. Nothing can travel faster than light. You gonna tell that to them, Doc? It has to be some kind of experimental aircraft. A top secret project. Oh, there's a door opening. Damn, this is the best thing ever. We're off the porch and running with the big dogs now. Hey, Doctor, I think it's time we met the neighbors. Randall, will they hurt us? Who knows? But I sure ain't gonna back away now. They're coming out. Oh, my God, they look like... Hey there, uh, I'm Randall, and this here's Dr. Lowton. Welcome to Earth. Oh, uh, can you understand English? Parlez-vous français? Uh, how tatakalamu alagarabia? We have translating technology, so speak whatever language you feel most comfortable with. You do not seem to be surprised at our appearance, Randall. 
Shit, boy, I only took this lame-ass job because I knew you'd turn up here one day. That is gratifying. And Lowton? I never believed in you before now. How interesting. You know that we've been recorded many times. I've seen pictures, but I thought it was all a joke. Why would I waste my time looking for little green men? That is intriguing. Randall knew we would be here. Why? Well, I've been studying this for 30 years. I was buzzed by a craft at Fort Layton so close that I damn near pooped my pants. <laughs> oh, you keep showing up, and I keep studying you like you keep studying me. But why the hell do you guys keep crashing your saucers? They're not ours. The species that constructed those crafts are not particularly bright. This is bullshit. There is no way you can be aliens. You look like reptiles. Who said anything about alien? We are from here. We are of the Earth. You're from Earth? Yours is not the first species to develop technology. Before the Cataclysm, we had a civilization. But the debris from the asteroids scoured it from the surface. We went underground and found it a better way to live. Leaving the surface to repair itself. Eventually you evolved and became aware. Well, some of you did. We took an interest. By studying you, we learned about our primitive selves. The military are coming. We will leave you now as we do not want them to hurt you by firing on us. Goodbye, Randall. Your study has borne fruit, and we are sure we will see you again one day. What about me? He's just the cleaner. I'm the scientist. Are you? He saw an unknown and studied it. You saw the same unknown and ignored it. You had all the equipment you needed to contact us, and you chose to pretend that the universe was empty. But there's so much I want to ask you. When you truly understand, then we may speak again. But I fear it may be too late for you. That is one hell of a story. Heavy proof? <sighs> no. When the military got to the array, they took everything. They gave us a choice, keep quiet, and the group would get a smooth ride, or talk and get our funding cut. I decided to do neither and retire early. I saw what I saw, and they can't make me lie about it. So what are you going to do? I'm going to start again. Go out on UFO hunts. Randall says he has contacts for good spots where they turn up quite regularly. You know I can't print any of this. I'd lose my job. Sorry, but I can't spend any more time on this. The economy is in the middle of a huge crisis. We're in the middle of a war and may soon start another. That's much more important to my paper. I understand. I was exactly the same. But... Please remember me when you next see a news report about a UFO. One day, a reporter is going to win the Pulitzer with this story. Shame it's not going to be you. Right. I have to go now. Randall wants to make a start for some Aztec ruins as he thinks there may still be a craft debris out there. I shan't bother you again, Mr. James. Should we find any, I'll try my luck with someone else. story really didn't happen. What do you mean, Stuart Fred? Well, no one ever found out about the aliens. There's no proof, so it never happened. 
Very intriguing hypothesis, student three. They're completely wrong, but intriguing nonetheless. Moving on, as we are looking at the end, and it seems proving and disproving several scientific theories, I am drawn to a story that breaks down the boundaries between science and the fantastic. When the end comes to this semester for you, my students, hope your grades will prove a better ending for you than those in our next story, Times Quartet, Part 4, End Game. General, I hope you've been impressed by our latest demonstration. See, but the price you're asking for these weapons... Ramon, what is the failure rate of the weapons I've sold you, huh? I ask top dollar, but you know I always deliver the highest quality. You have not disappointed me yet, but if I knew who was supplying the rebels... I would hang them in the plaza in the capital. We have a deal. Let's shake on it. Let us drink on it. Slauncha. Chief, when you've got a moment? General, you remember my second-in-command, Macduff? Of course. How is your little girl? She was preparing for a piano competition the last time we met. Got the gold. She's a tiger on the keys. You'll excuse us. See, si. but don't be too long or I'll finish the bottle without you. Lieutenant, Marais. Chief, we intercepted a call. Wow. It's a bride. I have damage. Time for you to step out of the shadow. I knew this day would come. Shall I prepare a strike force to deal with her? No. Prepare my little plane. I'm going to handle this personally, just like I did her mother. <laughs> oh, this, this is going to be fun. <laughs> Can you believe we finally reached this day? Yes, I have faith. <laughs> I notice you picked up a rather square-jawed shadow. Yes, Lieutenant Frazier. <sighs> She is something to look at in that tight uniform, isn't she? <laughs> I thought I was more your type. Straight girls are never my type. Uh-huh. Everything set up? Yes. All you need do is wait for the signal in your earpiece. Beta clear. Don't do anything before then. And try not to do anything stupid after then. Come on, I thought you said you had faith. I do, but I never said in what. I'll be right with you at stage beta. Oh! Rosa, are you alright? Fine. Just a little dizzy. Must be all the excitement. Don't you dare use your witch's magic on me. Sorry. It's reflex, actually. It was just a healing charm and a probe to see what's wrong. I said I'm fine. Back off! I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. You've changed so much, my dear, just in the short time I've known you. I'm worried about you, really worried. We can postpone the op to another time. No. My whole life has brought me to this moment. I must see this through. Understood. Anything else? Yes. I want you to have this. Your doctor's bracelet. 
My mother's. I don't need it anymore. I, um... I need to do final prep with Fraser. Blessings on you, my dear. See you in a few. Chief, please bring our guest up here. And give us some space, if you don't mind. I need a few private words with him. Mom, yes, Mom. Perfect symmetry, isn't it? What is? All of this started on an island when we met in Manhattan. And then you met Pestilence on Oahu. Famine was in his island club near D.C. And now this little island in the San Francisco Bay. Hmm. I hadn't even noticed. I've been too focused on the details of all of this to look at anything quite so poetic. I didn't choose those other meeting places. I went where the horsemen were. But I picked Alameda because it has the two things I needed. Something related to the soldiers that you brought to arrest war? They're sailors, not soldiers. But you are essentially right. Posse comitatus. It's a law that forbids the U.S. Army from operating on U.S. soil. However, the former naval air station Alameda is under joint custody of the island's civil government and the U.S. Navy. That allows us to use Lieutenant Fraser's SEAL team. SEAL? Sea, air, and land. Navy Special Forces. If anyone can take down war and take him alive, it's these boys. I assume that the other thing provided by this unique location is this private airfield. Yes. Minimizes the possibility of civilian casualties. If things play out right, this will go down without any losses. I don't believe we'll be that fortunate, and frankly, neither do you. Do you know how I got this assignment? My mother was a great doctor. I know. I have met her. Of course you did. She died in torment. Her research notes were quite valuable. She wrote them in a shorthand, a sort of code. I was the only living person who knew how to translate her work, and I refused to do so unless the Bureau let me nail war. Extortion. I'm a doctor, and I refuse to honor my oath, unless it would bring me justice. Revenge. That's how I met Baum. After I questioned you, she contacted me. She knew who you were. What you were. Her organization assisted you? A bit. The Greys don't like to be noticed. Greys? As in the gray uniform she wears? I don't know much about them. Technically, they're part of the Defense Intelligence Agency, which draws talent from multiple branches of the military. So they wear the dress grays instead of the uniforms of the service for which they were pulled. Baum was Air Force before. <laughs> she probably thinks she's protecting me by rationing the info she gives me. We have walls plain on visual. We are at stage Delta. Time to get you in place. Unless you want to back out. We can finish this off without you. Rosa, I appreciate your kind offer to spare me this final betrayal of a brother. But I will see this game through to the end. Thank you. Chief, escort our guests to the rendezvous point and make yourself invisible. Ma'am, everything is in play. 
Time for you to be at your mark. Fraser, is something wrong? Ma'am, speaking honestly, this is your op. You should be overseeing it and not placing yourself at direct risk. Thank you. So noted. But nothing is going to keep me from this appointment. I have faith in you, Lieutenant. Op command is yours. Yes, ma'am. Mort! Hello, brother. Hello, War. Please, don't hug me. You know I haven't let you do that since the Treaty of Versailles. Come on, now. Where's your sense of humor? Fun! Adventure, huh? They don't go with the long black cloak. Bloody hell! You just told a joke. Well, that's a blessing. You know, there's a great pub on this island. Let's go have a pint and discuss family matters like betrayal. You know. And you know that I know. We're a knowledgeable family. Beta, clear. Who the hell are you? I'm the witch that you don't want to screw with. My name is Rosa de Martinez McBride. You killed my mother. I kill a lot of people. Yes, but you personally killed my mother. Snapped her neck with your own hands. The doctor, the one who was planning to undo all of Famine's fun. Yeah, I did that. Favor for a brother. Why am I even surprised that you're not even able to pretend be remorseful. Why should I be? I love who I am. I love my bloody work. I am the destroyer of worlds. Not for the rest of this incarnation. This is boring the hell out of me. Are you going to have your snipers shoot at me? Or perhaps you have a brawny lad that's going to try and take me down. No, we're just going to stand right here and politely ask you to come along. Screw that. Bloody hell. That's never happened before. Seal of Solomon. Cast it myself this morning. I hate that thing. What's going on? Rosa, the reason why we're standing here is that I cast an ancient and very powerful charm. The Seal of Solomon invokes no harm to those who do no harm. We can't be hurt unless we try to hurt him. And wouldn't you love to do that, Rosa? Shoot me? Wring my neck? 
take me down personally? Hell yes. I just need to take you alive. I know anatomy. I could hurt you plenty without killing you. Rosa, his magic is to incite violence. Ah! Don't fight it. Don't try to fight it. Just let it wash through you. I am not mad at you. I don't want to hurt you. You're not a person. Just an idea. Just something in us. But now all we are. You have no power over me. Impressive. You've got quite a will, girl. The seal you cast. To work against me, it would have to be really powerful. And probably not very big. What's the limit of it? Sorry, brother. Oh, dear. Mort! Oh, my God, you shot him! And you ran to him. I couldn't incite you to violence, but I caught you on your compassion. Don't move, or I will splatter your pretty head all over the tarmac. I never miss. I love to win. Oh, but so do I. Fraser, consider me an acceptable loss. You're really going to let your snipers take you? Just to get me? No, she was just distracting you while I prepared a transmutation spell. What the hell? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> but war? Holding a pair of squirt guns? That is funny. Oh. Don't move. Just lay still. I'm applying pressure. I'm going to wring your bloody neck, just like I did your mother's. You can try. Alpha, clear. <laughs> Darts? Tranquilizers? You couldn't even shoot me with bullets. As I said, we do want you alive. That's the key, isn't it? If I die, you have no way to catch me. You don't know where I'll turn up next. You're pointing the gun at your own head? You'd really end it this way. Damn straight. Means I best you, doesn't it? And I don't think you've got any more tricks, witch. You're looking quite pale. You bastard. You're not going to defeat me by acting like a coward. <laughs> You're also easily distracted. Looks like you just got yourself in the shoulder. I know, miss. I am destroyed. He's out cold. I've done it. I've bested the horsemen. I'm amazed this plan actually worked. Who are? We. This was your plan. And. <sighs> I've stabilized Mort, but I can't do much more for him. Too. Drained. Make sure he gets the best care. I owe it to him. I, I, I still can't believe we did it. I did it. I. McBride? <sighs> What's wrong? Uh -huh. 
McBride. McBride. Rosa, Rosa. Mama, see, Mama, you're dead. I don't understand. And why is Moy here? He Ashamed of what I did. Oh, why, my precious girl? I failed my oath as a doctor. I died a drug addict. And everything I did was so selfish. I told myself I was doing it all for you, but that's just not true, is it? What's true is that I am proud of you. All actions have costs. You fought gods. And so the cost was my life. Did it have to be that? Could I have done something different? Better? Do you really think those questions matter now? <laughs> no, I don't. I have determined now to pay for what I've done. Pay? If you were on that path, do you think I would have been the one to come and greet you? I don't understand. I thought... You were always too hard on yourself. Maybe, if you didn't have so short of a fuse, you wouldn't have started on the Xanax. Maybe. Now isn't the time for questions. We have to go see Pedro to get your clearance. Pedro. St. Peter. Mama, I'm not ready for this. I've done so many things wrong. So did he. Oh, don't worry. If he tries to give you any trouble, Mama will box his ears. I miss you so much, Mama. Eat too. Te amo, my little girl. No more worries. Not just don't get it. I mean, I understand the battle between good and evil, as well as the Captain Ahab type of character. But who won? Does there always have to be a winner? Student 33? Well, um, yes. Winning is not always about being the person with the highest score or the biggest house. Winning is about the effort put through in the end. But the highest score always wins. Hey, Wait! We will now grade the results of the final exam. Results will be sent to your data pads. Some of you will not be returning to this class next semester. To those I say, farewell. To the rest of you I say, goodbye. Class dismissed. Man. I'm gonna put my data pad. Student 3. Please follow the yellow line. What? Why? Did I pass? 
Student three, please follow the yellow line. Uh, in four years, I haven't been asked to leave this room. So I want to know if I passed. Am I going on to the next level? Yes. Please, follow the yellow line. Reload room. Student three, personality, 481-516-2342. Stand by. System ready. Hello? Is there anyone there? Student three, welcome to the program. Your semester will begin soon. Please remain in your room. All your needs have been seen to. Thank you. I'm really excited about being here. I can't wait to start. Featuring the voice talents of Peter Cat as the instructor, Seth Adam Schur as student three, Kristen Bays as student nine, M. Sierra Garcia as student 29, Harry Whittle as student 33, and Bruce Busby as the master control program. In The Scientific Method, Amanda Fitzwater as Dr. Mary Loughton, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Lynn, Dennis LaChapelle as Will James, Jared Page as Landon Hastings, Tiffany Brayford as Reptilian 1, Jack Kalk as Reptilian 2, and Mark Allen Jr. as Randall. Written by Susan Fairhurst. In Times Quartet Part 4, Endgame, Paul Lavelle as Mort, Melissa Hearn as McBride, Mackenzie Bishop as McDuff, Lynn Cullen as Baum, Bear Schacht as Chief, Bernadette M. Groves as Frazier, Kim Giannopoulos as Maria, Colin Snow as Ramon, and Trent Clifton as War. Written by Brian Martinez Oldham. Seminar written by Marcus Beatty. Directed by Marcus Beatty and Michael Bergonzi. Edited by Chris Britton and Jeffrey Bridges. Seminar theme by David Alexander McDonald. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. Copyright 2010. Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.